Hey there, I'm Amanda Boleyn, and I am obsessed with all things time management, productivity, systems, and routines. I am so excited that you are here. If you are ready to say goodbye to overwhelm, you are in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, my beautiful friend. How are you doing? Can you believe it? We are here. There are only two episodes left in the year, and today we are going to dive into my 2024 planning strategy. Now, after many years, almost a decade of setting new goals and intentions, I have taken what I have learned and what I know works, especially for me, and have really boiled it down into a specific process. Some of the things I'm doing are very different than what others out there are teaching. And I think that's a, that is completely okay because I know that, and I believe that goal setting is a very personal from one person to another. And so you have to take and be aware and conscious of, okay, this works for me and this doesn't. And so with that, I'm going to share in this episode, some of the things on what I'm doing differently for this upcoming year in 2024 and things that I've learned from the past and how this all works and plays out in the hopes that maybe you can listen to this episode and think about your own planning process and how you may change some of the things you're doing or keep some of the things the same for next year. Now, how I used to plan for the new year, if I think back to the past 10 years, there were times when I would pick arbitrary numbers for revenue goals that were not attached to anything that I previously did that year. There's no strategy. There was no purpose. And I picked it because either I thought I should have that number and or that it sounded good. And so it was like me just simply picking out this number and there's no rhyme or reason. There's no attachment. There's no purpose. There's no alignment. And now thinking about that, I'm like, gosh, that sounds so crazy. I, I would definitely not do that today after learning that doing that and picking an arbitrary number or picking an arbitrary result for that matter would increase the likelihood of me not completing it, okay? I would also set so many goals, multiple goals for different areas of my life at a time. And I am not saying that you shouldn't do this. What I am saying that I have personally noticed is that setting multiple goals for different areas of my life was really challenging for me. And I'll explain why in just a moment. I would set a goal, but have no clear plan of action of how I was going to make that goal happen. I kind of set it and then I was a little bit in the reactive passenger mode. And then I also previously, which this is so funny to say now, if you have been listening and you know how I currently operate, I would operate from a to-do list. I was not using my calendar and it was chaos. So what would happen is, is that I would start off the year with a lot of enthusiasm and energy as most people do. And I still do that today, but I would quickly like gas out because I was doing all of these things. I was taking action, but I was not creating traction with any of them because looking back, I realized like there's no central purpose behind them. There is no strategy. There is no reason or rhyme or reason why I picked them. And so the result is that I would get to essentially the end of the year and just simply be where I was. And I would be where I was not on purpose, but simply by chance. And I wasn't really ever in the driver's seat. I was the passenger in someone else's car and was along for the ride. And again, I'm not saying that that is good or bad or right or wrong. It's just looking back, realizing for me that I was so unconscious to my decisions and the way that I was planning and it wasn't working 
for me anymore. And here's what I've learned is that it's really hard to focus on so many things at once. And I would start to build multiple bridges for my goals, but never actually completing them, which would make me feel discouraged. Kind of going back to setting the multiple goals for different areas of life. And there's like different buckets that you can, whether it's spiritual money or all of these things. And for that, I just found that I would be overwhelmed and I would, it would, it was so much harder to manage my goals at that point, because then it would be checking in on six different goals versus how I do now is checking in on one primary goal. And I also learned that if you're not strategically picking a goal that is somewhat informed by not necessarily say that it has to be informed by your past, but if it's not informed by where you want to go, that can be really detaching and not as motivating as it could be if you decided and came up with a goal that was in alignment with where you are going and who you want to be. So here are three specific things that I'm doing differently. And I've talked about these three and I talked about these three things in my planning party that I recently hosted. And I am number one, split my planning strategy into two different phases because after doing goal setting, planning, all of that, I realized that there are two key ingredients and two key phases to this process. Most people will set the goal and immediately dive into action without doing any of the mindset vision work. And trust me, I get it. I am, I I was that person. I was like, give me a goal and then I'm going to do action and then I'm just going to take action, 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 action. But what I was missing scene is when we take action kind of as a high level, just like let's take a step back. When we take action, we take action from a place of energy. And that energy is what influences not only the action, but also the outcome. And so I was always taking action from a place of hurriedness, from a place of scarcity, from a place of like, oh my gosh, this has to work versus taking action from a place of abundance, a place of confidence, a place of steadfast and those two different places of action are correlated with two different versions of myself. And so that's why this year for 2024, I'm splitting up the planning strategy into two phases. The first is starting with the vision and then focusing on the tactical action steps that take place so that I know that when I take action and how I'm showing up every single day is aligned with my vision and who I want to be. Because by action, like the person I want to be, I then become that person who achieves those results. And so I want to encourage you that as tempting as it can be to set a goal and just get into action and planning mode, I want to encourage you to take a pause and to step back and say, okay, what's my vision? Who do I need to be? What does this look like? What are potential obstacles? What's my mantra? All right. So that's one of the biggest things that I've, I've done differently this year. Whew, I got to take a breath. I just get so excited. Okay. Then the second is, this is what I believe. The days of having your year entirely planned out in detail is so out of style for me. It is just not something that works. There's a lot of flexibility and there's a lot of fluidity in my business personally. Now it could be different for your business, but with my business and what I have found, what works for me over the years, before I used to plan in detail, this is what I'm going to do this month. This is the content, da, da, da. And there are some aspects that serve me, but for 
majority of it, what would happen is I would plan so far out and I would end up changing the plan. And that's totally fine. Now I've just learned though, that rather than planning so far out and then spending time and energy changing the plan, I trust myself to be okay with not having this detailed 12 month plan. Now I know my financial revenue goal. That's, that's the primary result for me that I'm creating. And with that, I let it inform my 90 day high level plans that are on a rolling cycle. And I plan plan in detail one month at a time. So for example, I am planning out, I've done my vision, my phase one. Now I'm going into phase two. I am planning high level what the first quarter of 2024 looks like. And I am planning in detail the results that I want to create and what's going on in January. Now, when I get to February, in January, at the end of January, I'm going to be planning out the next three months. That's going to be February, March, April. And I'm going to be planning out in detail February. And so it's a rolling 90 day cycle, high level. And then every month I'm planning out the next month in detail because with that, it's sort of the snowball effect. I can pivot, I can be nimble, I can change things, I can modify, and I'm not locked into this 12 month plan that I have to stay with, okay? The third is focusing on daily habits and being present. The being present piece is really important for me because, and I think for a lot of us is that we, if we know our vision, we know who we need to be and we know our goals, we know the action steps, then it requires us to really focus in on being present and creating the daily habits that support the results that we want. Being present looks like knowing and and being conscious of the decisions that we're making and knowing that the action we take is either a vote to becoming our future self who achieves the goals that we desire, or it's a vote for staying exactly where we are. And it's our decision and our choice to decide what action we take. And also too, I think that kind of further leans into how important it is to have our vision because when we are in a moment of I could do this or I could do that, we can remind ourselves of our vision and who we are committed to becoming to help us stay focused, to help us stay disciplined and aligned. So those are the three things, the primary things. There's a lot of other things that I'm doing differently, but those are the three specific things that I'm doing differently for this upcoming year in 2024. Splitting the planning into two different phases and then using a 90 day high level rolling cycle planning and then planning like at the end of every month I'm planning the next month in detail and then I am focusing on the daily habits and being present at all times as much as possible okay so for you I want you to think about if you could only pick one goal one result to focus on what would it be there may be a lot of different things that you want to accomplish but I want you to get focused on what's that one primary result and goal and What I'll say here is that pick that result that by then achieving that result, it in turn takes care of other results. So for example, the reason why I picked a business goal as my primary result is because for me, who I want to be to create that business is the same person who I need to be in order to achieve my health goals, in order to achieve my home, like financial take home goals. And so that's why for me, I chose that revenue goal. The second is just take 20 minutes and brainstorm. Okay. Like I know that result brainstorm who do you need to be in order to become that person who holds that result what habits do you need to create what habits do you need to let go of what does that look like and so offering those two steps for you to go ahead and get started with your 2024 planning strategy also I would love to connect with you on Instagram so if anything of this episode resonated with you please reach out on Instagram I'm at attention audit you can reach out over on Instagram and so I look forward to connecting with you and I will talk to you soon my friend have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you on the next podcast 
If you enjoyed this podcast episode, I encourage you to head on over to attentionaudit.com for more resources. 